Say that you're 29 and eating hot funyuns, like you don't want to live long. <laughs> spicy food actually <laughs> helps you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't categorize it as a spicy food. Like if you're eating <laughs> Indian food or something like that, you're eating spicy food. Yeah. If you're eating hot funyuns, I mean, I don't eat them like every day. It's like you're putting devil dust on your kidneys and what have you. And I mean, there's worse things like you getting molested or whatever. I didn't say that I got molested. That's consen- not the word. Was that it consensual? I, I said I got taken advantage of. Oh, all right. Why did I hear for dangles? I don't know. I heard molested. I'm sure at some moment I used that. Okay. I was like, <laughs> no, because he was like, he was like, well, yeah, you deserved it. I was like, what if I got oh, fandangled? Your butthole. There. Yeah. You, go. you, know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know. You got your your so, your hole play with. <laughs> I said, okay, this is bad. Take it advantage. <laughs> hey man. So, hey, okay. whatever you into, man. Is kindergarten, right? My mom used to um, <coughs> my mom used to work like two jobs. She also was in medical. So I'd rubbed her feet before, right? So I'm adept. Your teacher's feet. No. His we'll mother's. Get, but we get there, my mom's. So I loved my kindergarten teacher. Still do. I'm not gonna say her name, but still do, right? It's public records, we could probably find out. This is the 80s. Oh. In the 80s, they used to have these big desks with the sheet metal right in front. So one day, when it's nap time, I sort of like crawl under her desk and start rubbing her feet. This is her moment to tell me, no, 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 you don't do that. But she didn't. Instead, she let me, she let me do it. <laughs> Teachers came in the room. They're having whole conversations. You're under Little the desk. Kai's under the desk. Now that turned into stroking her feet. It became like a normal thing. Like she would, she'd want it. She yeah. She would she would let me. She like request it where everybody is, and I had no problem because I loved her. She was fun. I still remember her first words when we were in class. She was like, "Hello, my name is." I'm not going to say her name, but it rhymed with Cosby, and that line for some reason I was. <laughs> she was a hit from that point on. But for the whole like kindergarten year, that was like. A thing, at at nap time and stuff like that, I would crawl under the desk and rub her feet. She would have whole conferences with teachers. She and wouldn't stuff. have no. I never uh, made a peep. I never made a sound. She had no shoes on. No shoes. She just had the the eighty stockings, and I'd be under there rubbing her feet like a fucking slave, because she was white. <laughs> oh my god, dude, what is wrong? She with never you? said anything. I never said anything. Of course not. And I thought it wasn't no problem with that shit till she I got probably older like she had and I told that right story there. and everybody's just like, you got taken advantage of, bro. No, and I was like, man. nah. How no. you self-volunteer for slavery? I was in kit. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I want to be a slave. <laughs> yo, that's what you did. That's right. really what happened. I got taken advantage of, man. As a mother, I... Mm. Of course. But it just was like, I never said nothing. Does your mom it's know not this like, story? Yeah, I told her. How'd she feel about it? She's not happy. I wouldn't have been happy. Who yeah, would be happy with that? I don't that? blame her at all. 
What are we gonna do? I was like five. I'm gonna find that. Bitch. I didn't know no better. I, I felt privileged. I don't give a fuck. You felt I looked privileged. Her up. I looked stroke her, her up feet. on like Facebook. Can't find her. She probably like in her seventies. That and she probably don't be on Facebook. Not all people. She probably worked went to in the eighties or she probably went to jail. She it might have been. It might have got progressive. You, like it might have been. been this might have been the beginning. Somebody might have suffered because of my actions. She oh went, wow! Little, little did she know. Hey. These kids. Would I just got do one. Yeah. I, I could get. I could get kids to stroke my feet. What it else could have gone them do? from like feet oh to legs, and then later on, it'd be like you. You take spa- pictures. You spawned a future sex offender. Let me tell you something. I'm all about being a pioneer. He did say he was toxic. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is horrible. You're sick. Come on, man. We're getting canceled. Come, Come on, on, dog. Hey, why you did you brought, bring me you on brought, here? Right, you you I, en- I enjoy my time with you. There is me. Oh. I can get you canceled. Just like you got your teacher there? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was about to say you can get I don't them know there. where she ended up, mm. but she's hard to trace, right? <laughs> <laughs> did you check uh check the you know the records? I didn't, but I probably should. She's yeah, you probably should have looked prison. up your fucking school and shit. Hey man, look. She probably has like what a, state a was this in? I relaxed my teacher. What you know state what was saying? this in? This was here. <gasps> Ed Cody Elementary. Damn. Why do I know that school? You from the Northwest side? Oh my God. What high school goes? Where, what middle school goes there? Oh, what's close to it? Yeah. Probably Pee's Middle. Oh, oh goodness. That area is trash. Hey, easy. That's that's <laughs> home mean, turf right there. Look at him. Because you went to John Jay? I was supposed to. Yeah, that's John Jay Pease. I went to I went to five different elementary schools. Me too. John Me too. Glenn, I went to Hill. a really bad one. I went to two. Gaum Elementary. Dude, have you heard of Colonial Hills? Nah. Dude, fucking sick, nasty place. Um, that was the one place because you know I'm half white, so mm-hmm. we don't use grease in my hair. Got right. lice like three times there. Got ringworm twice. Damn. My mom, yeah, my mom took me out of there, and I never got that shit again. That and that shit was like off work, Vance uh, Jackson and 410. It was horrible. It was horrible. I didn't understand what was happening. I thought something was wrong with me. I was like, yo, but it was them. When you're the kid, it was fucking them. You know, and thinking about it though, like, damn, like, what lives are y'all living? You can't be the ringworm kid. I was the ringworm kid. Ew. I was. That shit was like right here. And I was like, I mean, I don't know what's worse, either that or him eating at Long John Silver's. First of all, (laughs) hold up. Time out. Time out. Now, let's let's do it right now. I mean, because we got a thing going on, right? Yeah. We have a relationship. I proposed, of course. (laughs) I proposed a question, right? Who the fuck is eating that long jump soup? Y'all argued about this when we got those. We it's been an on it's been an ongoing thing. Like who the fuck is actually like who you know? I don't even remember the last time I actually had it. I think I've had it you once when I was you a, were kid. a kid. Yeah, yeah probably. Like yeah. I wasn't paying for it, and it was definitely right. in the early two thousands. Everybody in the, everybody as a kid ate at long jump soups. Who you know now? I, they're still open. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? This like, is, they're still open. This so, is drug funding. So what we've determined I'm is that... I'm telling you right now. This, you, you, you're criminal if you eat here now. Everybody is like, Fred's Fried Fish. I was nah, about to say, it's yeah. Long John's, bro. Yeah, I was about to say that. Fred's Fried Fish. Because ain't nobody used to be, That shit used to be popping, though, when they first Why? opened. Why? Hush Puppies? What? Fred's Fried Fish? Oh, of course. My dad worked there. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It was popping. <laughs> and then I... Just, hey, they hire people? Yeah. I, I just don't see anybody... Oh. Why are you pointing at me like that? Oh, I was like, they didn't hire me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like I applied and they didn't hire me. Yeah, I wasn't no. good enough. Damn. Yeah. You don't look like you can, you can handle an interrogation I room. I didn't fucking apply there at all. You but feel like you would give it all up for some hot funyuns. 
Damn. We all up for some hot funions. Like oh, wow. Like their like company. No. Like, yo, they're moving on these days. They're packing inch much for weight. Y'all got funions? another pack? That's how you feel? Because I'm mad that somebody in the room pumped me up that he was going to give me some Now, hot every time you show. come to pod, is there some hot funions waiting on you? When we first started, that it was like a addiction. Thing. He asked me what snack I want, and when it comes to chips, I'd rather eat and, that or like hot fries. And now you like expect you, it every time you come. Did you see her reaction? Yeah. When she's she a, didn't she's have entitled it, to the Funyuns. She barely walked up to the table like, I'm not sitting down. Like, where's my motherfucking snacks? Because he brought it up. I gave up last weekend when he didn't have it. It's like, okay, cool. Like, And then the weekend before that, you had to ask Nemo to you get my Funyun shit. You got privilege. This is he true. He brought it up. Do you want anything? Do right? you want a yeah. drink or do you want a snack? And then every time I kept coming back, I'm going to make sure I have... He you're, did you're, it. You're acting like the kid she under the desk. She didn't say it. I have received... She didn't say it, but you saw it on her face. She was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You expect me to pod with no Funyuns? Yeah. Where they do that at? I even, for my birthday, or after my birthday, I had cheesecake. <laughs> you're acting like the kid under the desk. Ew. First of all, don't ew. <laughs> Second of all, put a put a put a name on that address. <laughs> I am the kid under the under the desk. Under the desk. <laughs> Yo, new nickname alert. Let's introduce ourselves, Phoenix, man. The hey, kid under the desk. Just in case you're tapped in for the very first time, this is episode two seventy nine of the CSP, and I'm here with a couple interesting folks. I was gonna call you terrorist, but that's. You, nah, I'm the kid under the desk. He's the kid Toxic under the desk now. Cobra Kai, yeah. sweep the leg. Sick child, you know, uh, feet stroker, you know, all, all that shit. I don't like the way you said that. The feet stroker? You know. Foot stroker. I'm, the stroker of right. feet. Sometimes I get your arches right. That's it. The arch king. <laughs> <laughs> Have it your way. I like it. I like your it. way right away. Yeah, so we got Mr. Cobra Kai in the building. Kid under the table. And then we got, I like this nickname, Queen of the Nightlife. No, don't say that. That don't Queen sound good? Queen of the Nightlife? I thought you were like, you're just like the... Like the DJ that's doing her you're thing. You're like the party of the night. I guess Earth. so. The Funyun? You're the, you're the Funyun you of know, the Night? You know, like Minions? The Funyuns? The Funyun of the Night? Dude, actually, I, I love the Minions. They're cute. <laughs> <laughs> we got Lex Arthur in the building. Let Lex Arthur touch this. Here I am. <laughs> Present. Hey, I'm here. And then there's President me. President accounted for. Yo, the ladies, man. Yo, ladies, where y'all at? I'll be in the streets tonight. Yo, that would sounded different. That would sounded like there was a hint of, like there was a ramen noodle flavoring of desperation. I love ramen. Ladies. Ramen is delicious. Where y'all at? Ramen is really Where good. are you? Ladies, don't make me feel Please, washed. don't <laughs> make me... He already said that he doesn't approach him anyways, so. Sorry, man. You get approached. So this is how you get your shit off? That's how I do it. Just a little ramen noodle flavoring of desperation. Yeah, so, it, so next little weekend, sprinkle. they'll catch him outside. Catch me outside. How do you season your, your noodles? I really eat noodles like that. What? I Come on, like, man. You, you have like I, before. Not like I used to. I used to do Everybody like has a, an arm. Uh, you pour that the, shit on in? Yeah, a little bit. Sometimes I do like, you know, I'll, I'll dice up some uh, green onion. I'm sorry. What? We talk about noodles, like ramen noodles. Why are you dicing yeah. up onions? What? Little green what onions. I, I, I had a lot of shit to mind, too. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Look, he a basic Long John Silver guy. <laughs> that's why. This is That's the problem here. Okay, Look. yeah. Keep, keep saying yours. I'm going to say my ingredients little, and my little Sometimes, you know, depending on the mood, man, you know, I'll, I'll crush up little crackers, throw them in there. What I even kind do, of crackers? That's acceptable. Like, crackers? That's acceptable. Yeah. Crackers? crackers? It's noodles. Yeah. 
I ain't never. But like when you Try go to it. a yeah, true ramen true, spot, you don't you chop get it up. I don't shit. go to true ramen cracker. spots. All right. Yeah. No, I thought we was talking about like broke people making the shit by yourself on the stovetop. Yeah, I, yeah. I That's what mine. I thought we were hold talking on, about. Hold on. Since, I thought mine to get around. Since ramen. we're talking about that, I want to give a shout out to my older brother. Since we're talking about broke people. No. Damn. Wow. Listen, what I'm saying is. Wow, you savage. One day I came over to the house, right? And my brother was like, yo, you want an omelet or something? Yeah, yeah. I'm a breakfast dude. I was like, yeah, yeah. He was like, I'm going to make you an Asian omelet. Huh? Asian omelet? What's that? What's that? Asian yeah, omelet. And he was like, don't worry. I got you. I said, okay. So he's in there going. Whipping it up. Making up the omelets and stuff like that. I'm watching basketball and shit. He come out with the plate. It's like, it's a plump omelet. I was like, damn, bro. What's in this shit? I sliced that bitch open. This nigga done made an omelet. Made some ramen noodles, the Asian-flavored ones. Put the ramen noodles inside the omelet. Put the Asian flavored on it, and that is his. That sounds really gross. It was gross. It, it, was, like a, it was it's hilarious. like a good combination. Nah, it was it's terrible. Like, Nasty yeah, trip you to put the bathroom. egg in your ramen, but not that much egg. That's a lot. You know, yeah, but that's new. That's like super Asian. This was like broke black people, two thousand. Interesting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We. Got to make it do what it do. That's great. Did you ever put egg in your ramen? No, because I'm not. When I go to the no. restaurants, I get it, but I don't do it myself. Nah, because that's like ramen, ramen. Now, I ain't even heard of that until like three no, years ago. No, I'm talking about like, I just like, I just why drop, would, a, drop why would eggs I do while it's boiling up. Black people don't do that. Oh, I've tried it. It's pretty delicious. Yeah, but you'll try what anything. What else do you put in there? Crackers? The eggs. And sometimes a little, uh, add a little spice to it. Like hot sauce or what? Like sriracha or something. Okay, that's fair. Cool. I'll let you have that. Thank you. Are you ready for mine? Of course. Go ahead. Yes. Break it down. Break down uh, Lex's noodle recipe. Yes. Okay, so do the ramen, and then obviously you have the seasoning it comes with. And then I saute on the side spinach, mushrooms, and onions. Mushroom is good with it. Wow. Yeah. First of all, it's fun. Isn't that a bit much for some ramen noodles? It's my ramen. So then I have <laughs> I that saute, right? You're and you're, then you're a volunteer I, slave, so shut up, right. bro. So I put a little bit of garlic pepper seasoning on on my veggies, and then mm. put a little bit in my actual ramen. Plus, I do a little soy sauce, sriracha, Louisiana hot sauce, and then throw my fucking toppings on top. Ah, oh. and sometimes I put teriyaki sauce in there. I feel like your stomach is eating itself from the I inside. I feel like you're not you're not, <laughs> it to, you're not gonna make it to thirty seven. You're not. Why? You're nah. gonna you're gonna need so surgery. Good. You're gonna need surgery in the next three years. Why? Because you're eating yourself alive. No, no, no. I, How? I'm really concerned. Why? I need specific. It's not right. You in need there. an intervention. It's nuclear. <laughs> That's what you need. Here it is. For the ones who love you, trust me. What's wrong with what I, I said I put tell, in there? I've been rubbing feet under desks for like kindergarten. I can always tell when something's wrong with somebody. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't make any no, sense. No, it doesn't because he clearly I, I don't, didn't see that I don't even think he thinks he's wrong for that. Why you got to bring that up? Like, why you got to go there? I'm just saying. You, it's a lie. You, you're doing too much. You might as well go to a restaurant. But whenever you can save money, I can get me a little 25 cent pack and then veggies didn't cost that much. Plus, I can use the rest of the veggies See, for other you, shit. You, you know what you're doing? You, you know, know what? what? You're lying to yourself. You know what's fire? I'm not lying you to myself. You are lying to yourself. No, I'm not. You, this is what you can afford. So you're trying to make not what afford. they do. Just not overly spending my money when I don't need to. Plus, there's times where I'm hungry as fuck and it's like midnight. Ain't nowhere out here. By the time you finish making all your accruements, that's not even a word. 
Your rhyme is going to be cold. Why do you make up shit all the time? Yes. Words I was talking about your word like for Why a you while. You gotta take it there. I was like, "Hey, have you heard squoze? <laughs> have you heard squoze? Have you heard squoze?" I asked my mama, and she was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" She was like, "Is it like squeezed?" I was like, "That's exactly what he said." It, and it, she was like, "But it doesn't sound right." I was like, "Yeah." So then I asked him to spell it, and then she's like, "Yeah, that does there's, spell." There's no Did she say what, what, kind, what kind of dumbass came up with this? Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> words are always changing, and just we haven't got to the end of words. Words can be made up. You're one of those no, pronoun this is a, people. This is a fact, but you thought yeah, it was already a word. <laughs> okay, that's true. So that's that was the problem. You didn't. Mm-hmm. You now you can create it though, and you can have it under your name. Like, you know what? If I put up a list of emojis mm-hmm. as a message to you, I bet you know what I'm talking about. It depends though, because but mostly maybe that's because language changes. It evolves. Mm-hmm. So now part of our language is emojis. Now that's part of our language. We can actually say something without actually saying anything. This is true. But sometimes the way I use emojis, people are like, why do you keep using this one? I'm like, because I don't know. It just, that's how I feel. I don't speak emoji, but I recognize that it's part of the language now. It, yeah, like that face I, I that include melts. it. I do include it in I, my uh, daily conversations. Yeah. I like that face that melts. I notice he doesn't. Well, you know, because. Is he even, he's not even an iPhone, dude. What this is that is supposed true. to be? Oh, we passing judgment. This We're, is true. Sorry, I didn't join I your call. I feel cult. like people with Androids hardly ever use emojis, though. So. Y'all's emojis are weird looking, too. I mean, that's cool. I don't use them anyways. I didn't want to join your cult. I apologize. It's like the... No, uh, that's fine. I was just talking about the aspect of emojis being used. I don't like used. the look you like gave people me. people that... You don't, have, you don't even have a... <laughs> like, they're, like you don't. Like, their emojis look like, uh, like old flip phone Motorola quality. I uh, damn sure didn't use them then, so... You know what? And I've been wondering, because some people have said, like, the camera from the iPhone to the Android, it's not, it's not different. Like, it's the same. But every time my auntie, Alice, love you, girl, every time she takes photos, that shit look, like, ashy... And not quality, and they're I'm not, like, they're not, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't coordinate. At the end of the day, it's probably they probably Jordan in the shit out of y'all. Y'all know how Jordans are super expensive, but it only cost like fourteen dollars to actually but I, make. But I'm saying, like, why is it? If it's the same camera, why does it look different? It's not. I don't know. I don't. Know. It's the processor. You know, here's my. But thing. that's if we want to get technical. The same people who criticize us for our picture quality are still holding the pictures in their actual pictures, like they don't know what self timers are. This I'm is sorry. true. Wait, what? We're still holding the pictures like so. People are still holding pictures in pictures. I mean, still holding cameras in pictures when you could just set it down, put the self timer on, and take a picture. No, Why are you taking pictures holding the camera? Because you won't. They won't catch their the little their little angle from ninety degrees. Not everybody's doing this. A lot of people. And sometimes are just you don't have somewhere to always it like set this. it down. And there's always like, somewhere. First of all, if it's too low, the lighting looks <clears> weird. You got to get up. You got to go where the light is. <clears> that is a big thing. You know, and I'm very picky about how pictures are being. Taken you're literally light skinned. I don't think light is an issue for you. <laughs> you and are, that's hey, coming from me. You are the light. light is an issue. It's not <laughs> have to do with my skin. It's your angles. It has to do with everything else. Like sometimes, like the but back you looks said fuzzy light. and shit. Yes, it depends on where the lighting hey. is. Like you, I hate when people are in a building, right? Uh-huh. And there's windows on one side. There's not windows on the other side. And then they want everybody to go. Towards the window, so their back is at the window. And they want to take photos. Then it's Stu- dark. That's stupid as fuck. Is sure. what I'm saying. So you gotta turn well, around. When you're that- taking your own selfie. How often are you in no situation? Sometimes in a car, it's not right. You have to move that shit around, and you can't always just place but your you phone know down what- in a car. You're, you're, sure you can. There's skin, plenty of places to put no, your phone down. Your skin brightness no, is already mind. up, though. I'm not talking about my skin. Y'all keep forgetting. I'm talking about everything else. Yeah, but the exposure is different now. There's plenty of places to put your Ooh. phone. You know what? 
I got a scholarship I wish we in could this. Do a t- you got a you scholarship got a, in photography? I have a scholarship in this. Not in photography, no. Right, exactly. I was so. like, definitely not. I've seen your pictures. <laughs> That's too far. Weep. It got personal quick. Real personal. <laughs> Technically not, because y'all are coming kid? at me about being light skinned. And I feel like I'm not that light skinned. I mean, I'm not I, a cute. It's kind of hard for me to do that because I'm very crispy uh, caramel color. <laughs> <laughs> who told crispy you that? caramel? Who told you that? <laughs> and who is crisping the caramel? Like the flambe, you know, like. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yo. That's just getting color flambe. Yeah. I have some friends that are really pale, and I'm like, no, that's light skin. Mm-hmm. I'm at least, I at least no, look like I got melanin. That's pale. You know what? But I, it's light skin. Mm-mm, it's light. Mm-mm. Light skin is a. Um, I hate that fucking term. I know. I fucking hate it. You're but very, you're very drakish. Like skin tone. Are you fucking kidding me right that's now? That's like. That's no, like, he's the pale motherfuckers that he's talking about. That's what I think is light skin. I definitely have way more melanin than him. Y'all are close. Absolutely not. Ooh. For real? We found the button, didn't we? Yes, she's we did. triggered. Hey, she's I'm, triggered. I'm very fucking triggered <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah, but I'm here for that. Yeah. Would you rather be Drake light skin or Kevin Gates light skin? Yeah, I saw it on the face. But it's I Kevin got my Gates. Answer. Why did That's you use it. Kevin Gates I'm out just of everybody? Saying, Kevin Gates is a weird man. Yeah, can you use somebody else with his skin, skin color? I feel I don't that's know. where you're at right now. Because hey. if you're not Drake light skin, you're Kevin Gates light skin. Didn't there's didn't, nobody else that we can Nah, we can that's use? where you're at. This is your this is your stick. This is your measure. I stick. do like his song "Thinking with My Dick" though. That's what it is. I'm just thinking with my dick. Yeah, I feel like it's people a love good that part. shit too. Yeah, it was good. It's good for the, like the TikToks or whatever. Yeah, and then DJing wise, isn't Kevin Gates the one who was a Eating a booty, he, fucking his nah, cousins. He was whoa, drinking Dang. piss. He's fucking cousins too. Yep, turning Man, on wild. batteries by rubbing in his hands. Did he a kick special, a girl out? Didn't he kick a girl out because she she wouldn't uh play with her dog or his dog's genitals? I'm sorry. That sounds like Kevin Gates. Yeah, I, think I don't know, like but I wouldn't shit. put it past him. Kevin Gates is a wild. And that's the animal. dude that everybody be like getting their philosophies at. Yo, <laughs> they be listening to Kevin people, Gates like that's people your guy. Are wild, yep. That's Yo, your that's one? your man's. All right. I like the excuse though. I just like it for his music. No, he be saying some real shit sometimes. All right, nah, he just he just say it in a whatever in a you kind whatever he's saying. You just shrink down. Somebody else yeah. is saying, <laughs> and you can take it from that other. What person. is going on here? I felt like I was too high, and I felt like I was slouching. I need it. You want to be Kai's high? Posture needs to be. I mean, that's cool. Creating yeah. balance. I see. What's I'm close to the earth. Hey, speaking speaking going back to the school thing that we were talking about earlier, taking advantage of. Yeah, Kenan and table molestation. No, uh, creating future uh, porn hub categories. Maybe that. Interesting. Uh, yeah, this maybe that. I'm giving out desk work. All right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> literally giving out desk work. That's crazy. Business class. What? What? Let's 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 talk about. Let's bring up some nasty things that were uh, a thing of the past. Like to me, I think then polo boots was as nasty. That was a nasty era. Why? I'm sorry. What? The polo. Remember the polo. The boots? duck boots. Cats used to wear it with the. It had like the black trim in the front. Mm-hmm. The brown joints? No. You don't remember? I didn't know you was going to go to fashion. Anything. Name anything. Everything that we did. But that was nasty. Was nasty that was a nasty era. I think, you know, we talked about it. I think if you if you look back at your past, how many girls you kissed that never cleaned their tongue rings and that never was brushed their too. tongue, that was nasty work. Damn. But that's sick. We, didn't care. we weren't caring back then. We're some sick people. And when you really think about it, how long did they go before taking it out and actually scrubbing their tongue? Yeah. That or we talked about what happens when you're belligerent drunk and people take advantage of you. 
I don't remember that conversation. I'm not going to bring that up again, but... I this happened. kind of feel like you just did. <laughs> I did. And now we're here. Oh, man. Now I've got to sit in the corner of the room with my imagination. And <laughs> thank you for that. Let's turn her up. So did Story I time. get fandangled? <laughs> hmm? Or did you get fandangled? I mean, I, I got taken advantage my friend, of voluntarily. The, the way my friend told me the conversation and what happened to me, and I was in and out of being super drunk i was very blacked out very very blacked out wait what are some other nasty moments or nasty mm -hmm. uh, things that were going on back in our our grade school days well i mean grade everything school? everything if you think about like nothing that we watched was good is going to fly now none of the sentiments that we had back then is going to fly you now. know so as you, you know, look back nothing worked you know why i also have something against them polo boots yo this is Personal. Are they the ones that were like the low and they were like bulky and they had like Yeah, like I don't know, people wore them with jeans and like kind of had like that's when they used to cut the jeans, like cut them through the sides so that way they oh, can open up. God, I remember that. That was trash. I did that. I did that, that was super trash. I did that. You're yeah, still trash. I didn't I never did that. And no, man, it, you it can't was the, get it mad was the males because it was taken back then, bro. This is true. But the reason I do also have a thing against uh, the polo boots is because this mm -hmm. one cat that used to be notorious for wearing them, he used to be in class, right? Had them for a, I think it was like a, a history class or some shit. And remember how they used to have the the portables? Mm -hmm. So we was out there, and they used to do presentations on them old school overhead joints. So we was there, right? And this dude, every time they cut the lights to do presentations, this fool would start stroking his shit like under nah, the desk. Nah, shut the fuck up. Facts. Facts. And he was notorious for wearing those fucking boots. They couldn't wait, huh? I guess not. And, it, and it, casually. Maybe it was somebody in the casually. class. It was somebody in the class. He was staring right at the board. Casually. Just, maybe he was hey. in the boards. Like maybe the squeaks and the stuff on the chalkboard was like, Mind oh. you, he also, like his face also looked like a character from that movie Ants. Oh, he, he was looked angular? like one of the ants. Like, yeah, he had a like, mandible. had like this weird ass face. He was ugly fuck. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget this. I Ever. went through a... Um, Hard sweater vest. Y'all remember those sweater vest? You were the sweater vest guy. Sweater you remember vest. the V-neck sweater with the cut-off shoulders? Yep, those were. You was that guy? It was. It was. It was. Boys diminish. <laughs> I was thinking more Carlton. Nah. Oh, that's fair. Nah, it wasn't that. It was more like boys diminish shit like that. They True Hill. Carlton's too nice. Those are too, too fancy. Yeah, we couldn't. We couldn't afford. It. He, that's mm -hmm. we're talking about. We were trying John to be here, like Paul's. that. We was trying to be like uh, R&B singers. I see. You trying? We tried. Damn. You know, you ain't never did the the side glide, usher glide all through your kitchen and shit, trying to get it right for the party. Absolutely not. No, that's it's a party foul on your behalf. Hey, me growing up, then. it was the one two step and the goodies. Jesus. Oh yeah, that's my that era like, too. I felt like was it was it though? Yes, fool. Dog, if you're gonna be 37, just be 37, dog. Stop why trying you, to be. He, why, he stayed at 37 though. Why he always up he in my age though? This episode. Did I up it? Yeah, quite a bit. Dog, like if you're going to be 37, years. just be 37, dog. Nah, man, I'm good at 32. <sighs> it's 32? time. What you got? Yes. What do you mean exactly. Because you, you want to discuss some things. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm ready for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk so about we're, it. We're going to get serious right now. Let's get oh, serious. Oh, shit. I want to know y'all's perspective. So as a parent, uh-huh. it's, do you, it's, it's like... Your parents don't know how to relax or your grandparents don't know how to relax when you have a child. And like, it's like, 
you can give advice. What you mean by relax? Like, okay, so say you're going through a situation, right? You and the other child's parent are going through something and you want to vent to your family just so you can get it off your chest and like, you know, you're kind of lost. Of course. Yeah. Right. So then, you know, they have their opinions and all this stuff and it's like, cool. But then you move in a direction where they're not okay with it. And then it's like, they don't know how to be like, well, why would you do that? This and this and this. It's like, just respect that I am moving this way. And it's okay at the end of the day. Like, I don't want to be a bad parent. Of course. I don't want to fight and use the kid as a pawn because I'm upset with you. Or I feel like because you're rude to me, like, well, then you can't see your kid Mm -hmm. type shit, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm dealing with that right now with the family where it's like, well, you can. What if he does? What if this? What if that? And I'm like. That's cool. Y'all can think that and all that. But like, let me let me just make my decisions, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like sometimes it's kind of like they try to like yell at you a little bit and like, we don't want you to go the wrong way. Da, 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 da. Okay. Like they have too much. They're trying to have too much say. Like too much say. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're not re- like, I'm not a child no more. And at the end of the day, are we any of y'all going to actually take my kid and take care of him? Y'all going to fight me in court about it? Or is it still going to be me and my child? Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like I'm trying to I'm trying to build this barrier with my family to understand, like, I love y'all love the support. Y'all can say how y'all feel, but like, can you tone it down and understand I'm still going to move how I see fit to move? Mm -hmm. And they feel like a lot of times it's just me going off feelings when it's like, no, I'm actually really thinking about this. While you tell me everything you're saying, I'm literally still going back, thinking about my feelings and thinking about the entire situation, everything on, because I know more still than y'all. Even when I try to convey everything, it's still one-sided. Yeah. So it's like... You're in this type of situation now. I'm literally in this type of situation right now. I mean, I think just to say the least, it's uh, like families are going to be families. They're going to, you know, they're always going to have people who want to overstate, you know, and, and they they all feel like their way is the way. You know what I'm saying? Especially like if they're older sometimes. They 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 got it figured out type of shit. But it's like then that also goes back to show like, you know, what who what kind of people like who are you telling? You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. are you telling the people who are notorious for this type of behavior or this type of responses? Or, you know, uh do too many people know? It's like all these things where like they start to communicate with each other and then they're all sharing ideas. So by the time they see you, it's like this whole thing and everybody's just bombarding you with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could be a thing, too. I don't... Yeah. Several points. The first point is... Okay. So you open the door. hmm And when I say you open the door is you're going to them right. for advice. Yeah. That opens the door for them to have an opinion. hmm End of the day, you're always going to be their child. So naturally, they're going to be overly concerned about your situation. And you're already opening the door for the opinion because you're coming to them, so they already feel entitled to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's on you to gauge who, whose opinion do I really value and who can I engage to get the kind of response that I want. You're going to have to vet your family members, right? Yeah. When you become a certain age, all you have left is your life experience. It's all you have left to give. So anytime that you could help your, your, your children and your children's children, this is what the sum total of your life is. Mm-hmm. Because to truly love somebody is to give them information. Yeah, That's all we got at the end of the day. Your job is to give your child information. 
And just remember that no matter how they're coming at you, they're coming at you out of concern and love. Yeah. So you got to weigh that. You got to weigh that shit out. And all the information that all the advice that they give doesn't mean you got to take it. Mm-hmm. But they've earned the right to say it. Yeah. Like the, I'm, I'm saying like. The way that comes, the way that the way it comes it. out yeah. and it's like how how respectfully as me being, mm-hmm. I'm still, you know, I'm still the child, quote unquote, like mm-hmm. me respectfully, like, yo, like. Relax. I love everything. And, and, you know, y'all sometimes like not. So when me and my baby daddy first broke up, I really didn't tell anybody. I told them like little things like I told like my dad and my mom and really kept it there. But he was freaking out and telling my entire family. And I'm like, bruh. So now, you know. No, Yes. Yeah, so, and then, you know, like certain family members were like, well, you weren't you weren't hitting me up. So I didn't know what's going on if you're trying to hide from me. Like, no, I'm trying to figure out my fucking life. I'm back at my mom's. I'm freaking the fuck out. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. So then it's like, now it's like, how do I respectfully tell you? Like, I'm not trying to be hard-headed and nothing like that, but just respect me. And I have given you the way to give me some advice, but don't be all upset or still trying to put these thoughts in my head about the negatives that could possibly happen. If you already said it before, mm-hmm. like, you don't have to keep reiterating. I heard you. I understand. So it all began when he started spilling the beans. He started spilling a lot yeah, of beans. But yeah, so you got to learn, and okay, this... This one. So this is, yeah, this is where it began. And so, I mean, that that shows a lot of, you know, I don't know him. But when, in my opinion, when that happens, obviously that says a lot about the character of that person. You know what I'm saying? Like they they either want to look like the good guy, you know, and you look like the bad guy now. Because you didn't say anything, you know. And who knows? trying to save the name. Yeah, who knows uh. what the narrative is being, you know, from his behalf. You know, he could be like, oh, you know, I can't believe this is happening, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And now, like, he's painting this narrative because they're not hearing nothing from you, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So that's the thing, too. And I think some of us have been there. Sure. (laughs) Everybody, you got to know that everybody's going to have an opinion. Yeah. Of course. Doesn't mean that it matters. And it may not mean that they actually care. Some people actually care, but everybody wants their opinion. And you just sort of be like, you have what you think. Mm-hmm. I know my situation. Also, sometimes we forget our parents was just people. Yeah. They've been through it. And I, the older I get, the more I become them. And I realize I watched their relationship fall. They know a little something about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You may not know all of their stories because some parents don't want to give you their stories. They want to keep the image. Right. But they might have actually gone through that. Some have gone through abusive. Some has gone through messy. Mm-hmm. So you just got to you just gotta weigh it out. And every time you walk into a situation, okay, I know not to tell this person. I know not to react to this. I can really only discuss it with this person right here. And a lot of times, sometimes they're talking stuff that I already know. You take it with a grain of salt. I allow you to get your opinion off because you earn that, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna. I'm gonna move that way. I'm gonna move that way, but you know, I can get little information, like little bits that can help me. Mm-hmm. Or you could be saying something that I need to hear that I'm doing wrong, but ultimately you gauge what's right for you. But they earned the opportunity to say what they say. You just got to figure out who you can talk to. If they're coming at you a way that you can't hear, at the same time you need to discuss with them, like, "Yo, calm down." But at the same time, it's also like you gotta walk, you gotta watch the way that you react. And that and then you that's when I get short. Yeah. They're like, you're trying to be hard. And I'm like, I'm the same way. I'm I'm, well, you I'm, s- I'm trying so hard to stay true you, to to how I want to feel right now and not get out of character, plus respect you like I've always been raised to, but like yeah. let, fam, let me let me ask I'm you this though. Test it. When cause I always try to figure out the reason on 
you know, if somebody wants to vent or if they are actually looking for advice, right? So uh, when you're approaching your, right. your relatives, right? I'm, I'm not sure how many mm-hmm. relatives involve, you right. know, and how many you're speaking to in regards to the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you looking for advice or, you know, or do you kind of already have it set? Just want somebody to listen. And, and, uh, and do you feel better just venting it out? So I feel like with the ones that I'm kind of having, kind of having issues with, they kind of ask, like, how's it going? Yeah. So I tell them how it's going. It comes but up. I'm, yeah, yeah, it comes up, and it's not so much me like calling. Oh my gosh, da 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 da. There's been a few times where I'm like, yo, like, I don't like, I don't, I don't, I'm confused. I don't know how I should react to this, and it's like I just want insight, but it doesn't mean I'm actually gonna take it. Like mm-hmm. it's just me focusing on something else and be like, okay, like maybe, maybe what they're saying is cool, and then it's like, okay, let me keep thinking and what do I really want to do? Like sticking with my integrity, regardless of what's going on around me. And then still like getting things off my chest because sometimes, you know, like when you can like overthink and like, you're just constantly thinking Mm -hmm. and I'm a very aggressive thinker and I used to be like a cutter. So like my thoughts can get very extreme, extreme and it won't even be necessary towards someone else. Like, because as a woman, like I I rather beat myself up than beat anybody else up. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm just trying to like get it off my chest and like just talk. So it's it's kind of 50-50, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, that for sure. Sometimes it takes even, I just want you to, I'm not necessarily looking for advice. I just want you to listen. Yeah. Let me state this before we start this yeah. so you understand my intentions. I just need somebody to, to talk to. I need somebody to listen. Hear me out. Yeah, just hear me out. Yeah, I'm not necessarily looking for advice. I just need somebody to bounce these ideas because my thoughts tend to take control yeah see this is this is a good thing that i think that this is brought up because i think a lot of people have this i wouldn't say it's necessarily an issue mm-hmm. but they you know they have the similar scenarios where you know they go and really you know they just want somebody to hear them out mm-hmm. but they never have the right approach mm-hmm. like you never approach with your you know what's your intent on this conversation y'all are having yeah and and i've always that's one thing that i've learned over time and i've been practicing this for like maybe the past 10 years is just being very upfront with yep. what my intent is. Yes. And, you know, that's why even when people approach me for advice, because people have this perception that I'm just this happy fucking guy 24-7. I don't mm-hmm. have that perception. I figure that. <laughs> that's <laughs> but, why he said people talking about yeah, other people. Right. But in most cases, <laughs> people from the outside looking in always assume that I'm just living this happy, glorious life. Like, Is that what you present? Is that what well, you're... I'm t- I, I am a happy guy, but just because people are happy all the time or most of the time doesn't mean that they don't go through things. Yeah. You know, they, they don't have you wear a lot happy. of hats. You're hiding something. I wouldn't say <laughs> hiding, but it's like sociology. It's, it's just sociology. But, you know, it's people, all cap. It's all. It's all. Yeah, that's all it is. Caperoni. Yeah. But they uh, I, I always in my mind, I always figure like, yo, if I have an issue, personal issue with somebody or like just a situation I have going on, it's usually I try to leave it in between me and the individual, mm-hmm. the individual I'm dealing with, right? If that, mm-hmm. if that works. Yeah, and and some other people like to involve a lot of people. You know, uh, for example, even past breakups I had, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not the one who's like, first of all, people didn't even know I'd be dating people sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm not showboating it or, you know, like glorifying it all over social media. It's just never been my thing. And I'm okay with people who want to do that, but that's just not what I do. And so people don't even know this is going on. So like they assume that, oh, maybe he got some shit that he's hiding. I was like, no, nah, I just I don't I don't do that. And then because what happens when that relationship doesn't work out? 
And then it's like super public. I see it all the and, time. Yep. And when it's already public, then you it's almost like you image. have to now you have to explain to the public, it seems like in some cases, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's just I'm not explaining shit to nobody. Yeah, but but people always say that they're like, I don't have to explain anything. You have been just projecting you're this already out there publicly and stuff yes. like that. So right. people get invested in your actual story. Yeah. If you're going to project it and mm-hmm. people get invested, don't be mad when they're when they're having questions and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. You know the term compartmentalize. Yeah. So that's, you just got to curate what's for who. This guy, my cousin, he's a bounce ideas guy. Mm-hmm. My aunt, she's an advice person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you just compartmentalize your circle for what purposes. Exactly. You just got to curate your circle and you got to work on yourself as far as Am I the kind of person who's like, I know you're telling me the absolute truth, but I don't like the way you're saying that shit. Yeah. You lost me. Mm-hmm. You lost me with the way that you're coming at me. That, yeah. ain't, that ain't no way to win. Because you obviously know that they're giving you information that is absolutely right, but you just can't take it because you don't like the way it feels. You got to work on yourself. So you got to know how to curate and you got to be self-aware to go, I'm missing some shit because I don't like the way it feels. Yeah. But the truth never feels good. Yeah. But it's always good for you. I know that for myself because I was, the, I don't like the way you're talking to me. I know he's right, but I don't like the way you're fucking talking to me. Mm-hmm. I and I problem. lost it because <laughs> yeah. of the, but it was because I was thinking so much of myself. I took myself too seriously. Watch yeah. how you fucking talk to me. You don't, like, you don't like the approach sometimes. I had somebody tell me, why? Who are you that I can't talk to you like that? Yeah. And that was the first time I was like, yeah, think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Normally I could fire back But for the first time It got me at that right moment You know you get, you get to a certain age Where you're cognitive And it's like Yeah I think I might Take myself a little bit Too seriously mm-hmm. I'm missing out on a lot of information Because I don't like how it feels And that's So that was the moment Your eyes opened Yeah that's And, and that's why like, And I forgot to include this part The reason I had You know Responded to you in the first place Was like Whenever my approach Because When people come And like I said Like how we said maybe you should approach uh, your relatives differently, like in, in regards to like what you're expecting out of them mm-hmm. or what you want them to do whenever you do explain these things to them. So my, for me, it's like the reverse where I know that some people might be saying more than they what they want or there might be a certain intent. So I always like to say, like, before you start, are you looking for advice mm-hmm. or you want me to hear you out? Because I was like, I don't want to be in a position where, you know, I'm mentally preparing myself to give you advice. And that's not what you're here for. True. Yeah. And but now you don't like what I'm telling you. Right. Because, like you said, you didn't hear nobody it. wants to hear the truth sometimes. Yeah. Unless they're actually looking for it. But the good thing yeah. about it is that you're already self-aware that you know, I need to go to somebody and I need to talk. I need advice about the situation. Mm-hmm. Or I need somebody to hear me rather than, nah, I'm just going to handle this shit myself. Yeah. And you can't handle the shit yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you just want to be private, but you actually really need help. Yeah. You yeah. need advice, so at like, least you're aware. Yeah, because it's like even with the situation, like I've taken a lot of different steps, especially with them, and then figuring out the other things I need to and talking to people outside of my family. So it's kind of like they they don't see that I'm taking everything in and a lot of things suck and a lot of things are very opinionated on how they feel one person will move and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's when I don't like how they talk to me. They're like, well, they're gonna he's going to do this and he's going to do that. And it's like all right, like, let's relax because we don't even know if that's completely true of how he'll act. But that doesn't mean because he might act like that, I have to act like that. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, the, that's like the problem that I'm kind of having with them. And it's like, I 
don't want to change who I am based on how you think he will act because the way he's reacting to us breaking up, he's in his feelings. He's saying stupid shit. He's not thinking. It, it, always, it always affects one more than the other. I have this thing, right? <laughs> yeah. And this thing has always helped me. I have it in my head to always think it costs you nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And I need it costs you nothing for moments when I've got like somebody in my family, whether that be mother, uncle, or somebody that's giving you advice, some shit you already know, or mm-hmm. shit that don't mean nothing about nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, I could go, like, that don't mean nothing. I could do all of that. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I let them have it. Yeah. It costs me nothing to let you have your say. What you're saying, if they're saying, well, he's going to do this, I could be like, nah, chill, because he's not, that ain't even worth my energy. Yeah. It costs me nothing to go. Yeah, and but, I ain't got to take nothing that you're saying. I just but because hmm. that I'm kind of acting like that, they feel like because I am a female, right? And then probably how they're talking to me is kind of you know making my eye twitch a little bit, where it's like you you can relax, like just talk to me. I'm in a very tough space. Like I'm not trying to be you know just don't be aggressive towards me when you know this other person's aggressive towards me. Like that's 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 a lot to deal with, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but you already made a mental note after after you've gone through this. Can't talk to dad about this. Yeah, you know, he's gonna like come that. at me like that. So now I'm curating my shit. I don't like the way you're coming at. You're not even listening. You just want to give your shit. I get nothing useful out of this. So from now on, I'm gonna take these matters here because I know the back and forth here is actually gonna be constructive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just learn it. Like you just take that, like for the next time, you ain't even gotta worry about it. I'm not yeah. even gonna come to you about it. Yeah. Cause it I'm not getting anything out of this. I just feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not getting anything out of this back and forth. You get to have your say. You're not even listening. Cool. You got it this time. Mm-hmm. Cost me nothing. Yeah. But I'll be going to maybe aunt this or or my homeboy or my homegirl this this time with this shit. Sometimes yeah. it's actually probably, and I guess in some cases, best to like maybe thinking about branching out outside of your immediate circle. Sometimes, True. Sometimes, like you, if you get that. Like I, I I love having conversations sometimes with somebody who is from the outside mm-hmm. because there's a, a unbiased response. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, you know, your family love you. You know, this and that. So their thoughts and uh, and advice is going to be kind of what you want to hear. Me and stuff yeah, too. but sometimes the best advice comes from somebody who's not on either side. Yeah, you know, they're just like they're they're they just have a clear picture of what you're describing to them. And they're going to respond accordingly to that. Like, what's the right decision? Yeah. So maybe that might be a thing. And that might kind of take away what, you know, the anger that might be caused by the family, you know, whenever they are coming at you the way you don't, in a way you don't appreciate. Yeah. So, I mean, that could be a thing, too. That takes that takes some work. That's going to be like constant practice. It's sort of like. When you develop that muscle towards like and you're a writer, so, you know, Mm -hmm. I chase the critics, not the praise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I chase the honesty because I'm gonna I'm gonna get more out of that. So sometimes when you meet people that are like like uh, one of my favorite thinkers is Patrice O'Neill, mm-hmm. and he was like, I hate the term brutal honesty because nah, I'm just being truthful with you because I care about you. Lying to you is brutal. Mm-hmm. So the people who speak to you and it may be a little bit off, but it's always like. The honest opinion and they're not, you know, they consider yeah. your feelings, but they're being completely truthful. It may not feel good, but I know your intent. Yeah. It's 
not necessarily the message. I chase the people with the the honest opinion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That may not feel good, but I know where it's coming from. And it's like a common practice. It's like, yeah, all the stuff that you're saying that you want to, that you think is good for my feelings, mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I'm not getting none out of that. Yeah. yeah. And I know you're trying you. to consider my feelings and you're not telling me the truth. I need that person that's going to be fucking truthful with me. Like, yeah. why you keep doing the same, why you keep messing with the same person? Like, I don't want to hear this shit, but all right. You know maybe, that, maybe you see it and I don't see it. Yeah. That, go, that goes to one of the topics I was actually wanting to bring up a few weeks ago. Uh, like the second chances. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of like uh, where, you know, the repetitive issue for why these breakups happen and, you know, people always go back. Mm-hmm. Are y'all, what, 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 is, what is a number that's too much? You know, like going back once, maybe, you know, you forgive. But like, what about the three or four times? Like, when does it become too much? Ladies first. Well, I feel like this could be talked about in many different ways mm-hmm. outside of relationships, like even friendships. Mm-hmm. So I have one friendship that I would I'll, I'll use for that. So me and her, we were friends for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So like high school on. And it was a lot of like, we wouldn't understand each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, she had social anxiety. I didn't understand this, you know? So it's like when she would complain to me about certain things and stuff like that, it was like, stop being a baby. Like, let's fucking go, you know? Yeah, so lack, then, of a, lack of understanding because you probably didn't experience that. Right. So then mm-hmm. there, we, would, we would clash a lot. So we would stop being friends for a while and then come back. Stop being friends for a while. So then it's like it took us 10 years to figure out, like, this is not working because we're always in a predicament where yeah. it's like um, we're just going to argue. So it's kind of like you. I just had we both. I don't know about her, but I had to grow and realize I had issues with me as well, mm-hmm. even though you might have done some dumb shit and just getting on my nerves or trying to make me the bad guy all the time. Like, cool. Like, I'll take that. Like, I need to grow anyways, you know. So I feel like it's more so understanding what is happening to know like when it's okay to stop going back. Yeah. It's not so much one or two times, one or three. I feel like it's when you actually understand it because if you're just like some people are humans, we all make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it like in a relationship wise, like cheating and shit, okay, cool. Like no. Nah. Clearly clearly cheating you, is cheating is the end of the line. Cheating is for you. We'll get to that. I, yeah. I'm with you. Because, like, and then, you know, at a young age, I was stuck on one person, and he constantly wanted to just jump in back and out with me. I don't want to be with you. I want to be with you. I don't want to be with you. I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. Or we're good right now. And then all of a sudden, well, I just had sex with this one girl. and But it was me so in love. And I was like, I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. But I didn't realize what I was taking away from myself and making myself, like, very insecure to be alone. That's probably and where this question. Okay. This probably this question is probably more focused too on the cheating aspect or like something in a relationship. Yeah. Okay. So it's super gray. Okay. Nothing is black and white. She said exactly what it is. Yeah. How you know is exactly what she said. Growth. Mm-hmm. You know the, You know what the saying is. Once somebody shows who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. What she said was. Her friend had social anxiety. She didn't understand this. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, she did. Yeah. And the behavior changed around her. Mm-hmm. You showed her growth. Now I understand what you were going through. I didn't know then. Once I was introduced to it, mm-hmm. I changed the way that I operate with you. Yeah. 
but it still wasn't working. Yeah, because still everybody still has a ch- like. You still have a chance to mature and grow, but I need to see. Yeah, like progression, like growth. Are you actually considering the things that are hurting me and what have you? Mm-hmm. Taking it into consideration and trying to operate differently. If you're mm-hmm. trying to operate differently, you ain't gonna be perfect. So you're probably gonna fucking piss me off again, mm-hmm. and we may. But I actually see the growth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Had a deep conversation with my brother, my older brother, um, notorious. He he was he's the big bad of the family, right? Mm-hmm. I physically watch him through all the experiences of his life. He's trying to grow. He's trying to be better every day. And uh, he had asked me, uh, "You think I've changed?" And I, my simple answer is, uh, "Well, I got to see you when you're angry. When you're angry, that's always the telltale for me." Oh, yeah. You are who you are a lot, when you get angry. A lot angry. of truth comes out there. You could try and do a whole lot of change in all you want. Mm-hmm. You are who you are when you're angry. That's who you are. Mm-hmm. So him, once he hits the red, there he is. Yeah. Every fucking time. All that other stuff was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now, I need to see you in a situation where I know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Try your best to do the opposite of what you always do. And then I go, he's trying to change. Yeah. When they're diverting the other way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just need to see the growth. Now, relationship-wise, naturally, when you think of stuff like cheating, mm-hmm. that's it. Especially when you're in your 20s, you're automatically trained to respond to that. When that happens, it's over. And I was, I was the same way. I but that was You've in my twenties. I I gave yeah. chances because I was so wrapped up yeah, in what we had. Mainly because you was her so, way of handling. Yeah, it. mainly because you were yeah. so wrapped up. I was very wrapped up. Here's what I would say to that, and just my perspective, speaking for myself. Right, I learned at probably about twenty nine, thirty. Damn, it's a long when time I, ago. <laughs> Damn, I'm twenty nine. When, when I ran into that situation, <laughs> the first time, usually for me, I thought that was it. You know, that's it. Mm-hmm. I fucked up. That's it. I know how this works. Mm-hmm. Until I was introduced to a person that was like, no. No, we're going to work on this. And I was like, I don't think we could, I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. They're the ones who introduced me to the, to the concept that if the conditions are right, y'all can work on that and it actually make you stronger. Mm-hmm. But... I think what what people don't under, people don't understand is like, look, you run into a dude, and he cheats. Now either this dude is just a dog, right, mm-hmm. and he's prone to cheat, and a lot of times that be the case. Or sometimes you got to go, why? Why did he cheat? Nobody ever asked that. Yeah. Why did he cheat? Yeah. And then you find out there's some stuff that's under the surface. Because asking why did you cheat is different from why would you do this to me. Exactly. You, yeah. you got you to gotta peel away the onion to see whether I actually want to be in this situation. Because maybe this nigga is just a dog. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Maybe this guy is just, it's always coming at him and whatever. Or maybe we've been together for three years and that frequency has slowed down. And he's trying to get my attention. And it's not. And I was kind of comfortable. And this may be the kind of guy that actually still, like, the reason that you were attracted to him it's the same reason that everybody else is attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And not at, not just that, but he's committed to you in a relationship. Yeah. The fact that he has the ability to commit to a relationship for women makes him more attractive. Mm-hmm. So he's already attractive. Yeah. Now he's more attractive. And now he's surrounded by it. Now it's coming at him, but he wants you. Yeah. But the frequency stopped and he can't see progression in you. 
Mm-hmm. After a while, it builds up and builds up, builds up. Mm-hmm. Put in the right situation, he made a mistake. Mm-hmm. But you'll never get to that point if you don't ask the why. Sometimes it's me, and we don't want to face that. And sometimes this nigga's just a dog, bro. He's just gonna if if he can get it, he, he's gonna get it. Mm-hmm. So it it all comes down to intention and growth. If I can see you trying, mm-hmm. trying to understand my perspective, seeing where you went wrong, and we both can grow, I can come back and see if this works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I see the same old pattern. Clearly, you're not trying. You just wanted me back as a security blanket. Cool, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I think it depends on the situation. I think you got to look at the person and see, all right, what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. And Second I- chance, it's, you know, it's okay. I've never been in a situation where, except for that when my wife was like, I never went back to anybody for a relationship. Yeah. And I think people get confused on what trust really means. Like, mm-hmm. it's not what you're going to, I trust you're not going to do anything to me. It's I trust that you'll do what's you, best for you. Yeah. You know? You make the right choices. Whatever you needed, yeah. you know? And however I feel based on your actions is something that I have to deal with. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to come fix it. I always feel kind of like a way, like, if I want to have my fun, do whatever, mm-hmm. that... That's the reason I'm gonna be in the in the status I'm at, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I'm not into breaking hearts, basically. Mm-hmm. And if like let's say our situation ain't working, uh, I'm a talk first guy. I I, I would like I, I like clarity, you know what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not gonna if I start noticing shit is like you know switching up or changing or the chemistry ain't there like it used to be or you know whatever. Like I like to talk about it. Like let, let's see what's going on here. You know what I mean? Like before it gets to the extreme. I don't like the drama part of it all either. I think that's easier said than done. I think that's easy to say when you're not in it. I, I do but it. what if you're I've dealing with it. Okay, but what if you're yeah. dealing with somebody who you want to talk, mm-hmm. but the talking and in, in the, in the issues that you're talking about just hurts them and makes them feel inadequate. Are they freeze up? You already just told me mm-hmm. that you don't like hurting, you don't like breaking hearts. Yeah. So if you're talking about a sensitive area with them and it just makes them feel like trash, like they're like they're nothing, like they're not doing what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. and they shut down and you see it, you don't ever want to make them feel like that again. So you're going to start holding it in a little bit more. What, what yeah, happened no. with one relationship is not always what happens and, and, with all of them. And that's where it go, goes to e- evaluation. You got to evaluate the situation. You know, what, who are you dealing with? Like this type like it's... You got to study them. I mean, like, you you spend enough time with these people, you kind of know, you know, how you can approach them. And now it's a matter of, like, how you want, like, are you going to do it the right way or are you going to do it in a way that's probably just better suited for you and you think it's right? Mm-hmm. So I've tried to see, like, all right, if I say this, I might get this kind of reaction. So I got to, like, if the person's sensitive, I got to come at it a certain kind of way now. You know, you can't be so direct with them. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to hold back nothing because then you're going to say later, I never said that. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure it's all on the table. And I feel like that's why I have a lot of, like, these good, you know, situations. Or even if things don't work out, it's always, like, a positive, like, you know, exit. Yeah, you know I've, never had, I've never had a... I've never had one of those negative, messy breakups and stuff like that. It's just sort of like... We tried everything we could. Mm-hmm. I've definitely just, had negative, messy breakups. Work. I will say, the, I can't, I can't the, do that. the only time that it's been, like, messy is when outsiders got involved. Where new narratives were getting, you know, brought up, or, you know, the girl has like people in their ear, you know, just chanting whatever, 
And and that becomes, you know, that turns the situation in a different direction. Where there was peace, you know, under and understanding, and now there's not because outside voices are influencing, mm-hmm. you know, one of the individuals in this situation. So that's and that I'll be honest, that's where certain times in my life where that's where issues were where they be you Well, know. you gotta think of it like outsiders have a voice mm-hmm. because she talked to them because she don't feel comfortable talking to you. That could be possible, too. So what is it about you that she can't talk to you about the situations? I mean, you always need your girlfriends and your homeboys. But if what they're saying is affecting how she operates with you, mm-hmm. she can't talk to you. Yeah. You feel like you're doing everything right and all communication is cool. But she doesn't feel comfortable talking to you. And in my in my head, I think that that sentiment that you know when you guys are in a relationship y'all could talk about anything i think that's fucking bullshit that is i think it's bullshit just my opinion i mm-hmm. think that you can't talk about everything that you want to talk about no. that's why you got homeboys and homegirls for it's a- just that every, that everybody should talk everybody about. has a purpose you know what i'm saying yeah you everybody has should. a purpose yeah you know like i'm not gonna talk to lex about the same things i'm gonna talk to you about like that's just not gonna happen why is he treating you like that right sexism right you why is he like- treating you like that well, if I get the better conversations. Oh. Do you really have good conversations with him? We talk a lot. <laughs> like non-pod? Yeah. I think he's good we for text. microphones. <laughs> I, think it's when, I think it's when he turns it on. And then when you're on the phone, you're like, oh, my God. I don't know what to say. <laughs> get on the fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, uh, you know, in closing to that, it's just it's a matter of everything's approached to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're going to say shit that you don't like. I'm not the biggest second chance person. I will say that because I don't even I think if I fuck up, I don't think that I need a second chance either. Like, I, I don't if I especially if I did you wrong, which chances are well, I won't. Right. Like, that's not my thing. But, you know, in the event that that happened, I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't want you thinking in the back of your mind either that it's, you know, the possibility that I would do something bad. Uh, But like I said, you know, there. I like to be as as clear as possible. Mm-hmm. I like clarity in in a relationship, and and if it's not there, that's okay. You know, like I can make an exit. You can't control everything. Exactly. I would like to think that if we broke up, we've exhausted everything. Mm-hmm. We've exa- we've exa- we've exhausted all efforts to try and make this thing work. So after that happens, like I remember that we're always gonna. I have no bad breakups. We're always going to be cool because I either loved you or I loved and respected you, right? Mm-hmm. So we're always going to be cool. But I always remember why we yeah. broke up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm trying to move to something a little different because I learned from this relationship and what have you. Uh-huh. So I have this crazy view that y'all might think I'm crazy for. Too late. <laughs> for having. Too late. I don't, I don't believe relationships take hard work that I, I don't believe we should put how long as how much long work as some people how put. long is your longest relationship a couple years what's a couple years two five seven maybe like two and a half to three okay we we disagree yeah but i think that <laughs> I because too and i haven't even been in that long of a relationship i think that uh in a situation where two people are where the chemistry is good mm-hmm that a lot of a lot of that 
like the interaction with each other, the behaviors with each other should be pleasant in a way. Um, I think if there's too much uh, complication, mm-hmm. that maybe y'all are not best suited for each other. And in my opinion, of course, I know a lot of people don't go through that because most people usually have problems. That's normal. You're right? going to get tested in your first five years. Yeah, exactly. For sure. But like I said, I think that if I if I'm coming with the best intentions, and you know, and I'm in a, and I'm in a different place, like me from six seven years ago was mm-hmm. a whole nother person. I, people I, grow, people change. I would have definitely approached relationships very different. Sure, you know, I, I've developed patience just in the last four years. I would say four to five years, and and I'm proud of that. You know, what I'm saying because I didn't have that in the past, where I was probably gonna make decisions that I'm like, eh, I probably shouldn't have did that. You know, or I shouldn't have said this, you know, in the middle of the heat, you know, because we were fighting, I said some crazy shit, you know, I would never act like that now. And so like now what my approach in, into going to a relationship is not the same as like it once was. So like, I don't, it doesn't take that much work from my behalf. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just being myself. So if you came to me trying to date me or whatever, this is what you're getting. But you know what I mean. You, you said that you're different from six years ago. So six years from now, you're still going to be you different. Go. And there then, you go. and then I feel like when relationships, like being with my child's father and actually living together, and bills and all this extra stuff, and mm-hmm. deciding like where the child's going to go, like it's more so a business partnership. You know, what I'm saying after mm-hmm. a while, like it, I I feel like you know because we have we have to we have to survive. That's what marriage yeah. is. It's the business you know. of family. Yeah. It's not the fairy tale that you're told. Yeah, like that, that's cool to start off getting kicked up. But at the end of the day, like there's, you know, like I've seen long relationships and, you know, they always say like it it gets to a point where it's not so much like us trying to be so lovey-dovey anymore. Mm-hmm. It's more so yeah. us trying to, you know, still live day to day and we still love each other, respect each other, but it's going to get dull and it's not so much. It's when you start forcing, trying to fix the lovey-dovey and wanting the fairy tale back that sometimes will make or break you too. And then, you know, even if one person you find out they fucking suck financially and then you feel like you have to take on more, whatever the other person is just not good at and you feel like you have to take more on, sometimes that's also hard on people. And that's kind of where my opinion jumps in again, you know, where... (laughs) I'm like, I refuse to settle for that. So, but you know, you're not going to know. You will. If I start picking up on these things, I'm like, these are things and characteristics that I'm not fond of. And if if I can have mm-hmm. a conversation with you and we can't come to like, like some, you know, game plan of like improvement here, you know, and like, for example, like the financial part, if I'm like, hey, look, I think you're getting, let's say you have a shopping problem. I'm like, you spend mad money, right? Mm-hmm. Money that you know that is better, su- you know, we should be putting towards bills, you know, things of that sort, importance, yeah. you know, uh, priorities. We're not prioritizing these things, right? So it's like, if we can have, a, if I have to try to have a conversation and we get nowhere based on just good intentions, the betterment of us, then I'm like, that's a problem for me. You know what I mean? So that that's that's a flag for me to, like, I'm starting to think about exit plans now. If if we If something as important as that... Our livelihood is not a priority for you. Mm-hmm. That's an issue. You know what I'm saying? But that's just, that's your perspective. And the way that you feel is that your perspective is the end all be all. 
in not, a relationship, that's not how not it works. Not necessarily. Because if I, I would like to be approached the same way. As well. Okay. Everybody, you're you're going to change every four years. Mm-hmm. Who you are and who they are sure. is going to be different. You're going to be tested. The longer your relationship goes, mm-hmm. your eyes are going to be open into the reality of what your relationship entails. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the changes happen that you're not prepared for. You understand what I'm saying? At two years, it's nothing. That's fair. You're not getting tested at two years. You're getting tested at five. When I've heard everything you're going to say. Mm-hmm. When the sex, I already know to get in whatever position you're about to get in because I already, I know you know you, right? Yeah. But you never really truly know somebody, but as you're growing, what happens if you get into a relationship? You guys are on the same par. Mm-hmm. Start having kids and stuff. You're not religious. And she starts. Getting religious. Getting religious. Mm-hmm. Not only that, she feels like this religion should now become part of how we raise our children. You ain't prepared for that. You love this person. This person is best for you. But now you're getting tested mm-hmm. by like real life. Not this. By change. I guess it works for me because now you're dealing with somebody who's considering this thing for their actual soul. Mm-hmm. That changes the thing. Mm-hmm. Right now you get to, ah, this doesn't work for me. And quit the relationship. Until you run yeah. into that person that benefits your life. This is the right person, but you're two different people, and you're going to have to figure out for the rest of your life how this thing works. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Marriage does take work, lots of it, every day, long-term relationships, because mm-hmm. you're both changing. What happens if you're cognitively growing, and this person is TV, 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 TV. Yeah, not evolving, not doing anything positive. But you love each other. Yeah. You're best for each other, but you're not growing in the same ways. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, you're outgrowing. But it's like, look, yeah, I'm outgrowing this person. Mm-hmm. I love them. We're still in love. I'm outgrowing them. But this person is such a great mother. She handles business. It's tricky. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not so cut and dry. And you just, you got to learn yourself and you got to learn how to pick certain battles. Mm-hmm. This is Once true. you realize that this is the best situation for me. But we're still two different different people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take work and knowing how to pick your battles and, and considering this is best for me. But life throws you all sorts of crazy curveballs. And once you realize like a reality of your relationship, it's not that fairy tale shit that they they sell you. They sell you. It's not that. So you don't know what's maybe I'm just meant to be single forever. No, you're not. You just haven't you haven't met the person. Like it's easy to be. Set in your beliefs, and this is how I want it, and such and such and such when you're single mm-hmm. until you meet the person that changes all of that. And mm-hmm. you're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Everything they do seems to go against my sensibilities. But I know this person's worth. Yeah. So how the fuck do I make this work? Wait a minute. It's day to day. You brought up how I... Things that I don't like, I'm okay with the dude I'm dating now. So mm-hmm. basically, that's the same shit. There's certain things that happen. You're like, why do you keep accepting something that you, you know? Yeah, but I might have been trolling you. Whatever. <laughs> no, but that is a thing. Everything that you hate about other people, you love that shit about him. Yeah. Until you're I mad. Do. And then it's like, I love that shit until I fucking don't. You know what, yeah. though? Close your I mouth will. when you chew. After about four years, of like, bro. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Yo, chill I don't out know. I don't know, because now when we eat together, well, now in... In public, we don't act like that. But when we're eating shit that we made together, mm-hmm. like that should be good, and yeah. we we'll both be smacking. That's like, cool. 
Yeah. Like, Until it What's ain't. a fork? Just, just. <laughs> she said, what's, <laughs> what's a fork? Honestly, sometimes like we'll just like cut up the steak already and then we're just fucking. Y'all niggas need hand, hand sanitizer. We're eating. We, first it's of all, hand much, sanitizer, you wash meats. your hands afterwards. After you do can. you? Yes. Mm. But you make a lot of yeah. exceptions. I do. Yeah. And I will say, when I do sometimes feel like I am getting mad with him, I calm myself down and wait to hear what he's going to say first before I react. I've learned that I've taken that step because everybody else, as soon as I'm pissed, I got something to say. I'm going <laughs> to say my shit. And I know it might be different later, but being his friend and we've had a lot of conversations and he's not like somebody new and there has been times where he's irritated me before, you know, so it's kind of just like I'm noticing that I'm not so reactive. And I'll let him know, like, I'm kind of getting irritated. And he'll see it. He'll be like, are you? I'm like, yeah, but I'm really trying to understand what you're saying before, like. Yeah, I know what you're Before saying. blowing up. You got yeah. to build, build a self-check. Yeah. My self-check is, was I, was I wrong in any of this? Yeah. If I was just a little bit wrong, all right, you got it. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Even if I know I was right a lot, you can't be right and wrong at the same time. Yeah. So if I was wrong, you got it. Yeah. And it works. You know what I'm saying? It works. Yeah. I can say some shit, but what is the what is the cost of me winning? What is the cost of me being right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I could go back and forth with you and prove that I'm right. What did I lose in that? Time. I'm right, but I may have lost something. Or gain. I may have lost you in a sort of way. Yeah. Being right all the fucking time. Yeah. Or being what I think is right. And going to the extremes to be right in this argument. Mm-hmm. I, I'm right, but what did I lose? Yeah. Do you do you feel like you're that type of person though? No. My friend said, "I think I had that issue." I was. No. I, I, I'm, the older I get, the more, like I said, if I'm wrong a little bit, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You got it. I'm sorry. Yeah. It nah. costs me nothing. Younger me was bad. Sure. And you Real just bad. the older you get, the more it, it costs always me had nothing. to have the last word. Because I, I do peace, feel like I was in the same boat as you. I was always had the last word. I feel word. like I'm still working on that, like improving. Mm-hmm. But like I have my moments, especially if I'm like really in domination mode in a conversation, like a back and forth debate or whatever the case. And like if I know, especially that the other person's wrong, like they they definitely got it wrong, I'll let it be known, like to them. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just like, and when they, you know, they hit you with the, why you always got to be right? You know, that, I mean, obviously a stupid question. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't speak if I thought I was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is more important to me than this. Peace. Yeah. Mm. Nothing's more important than my peace. Nothing. Yeah. My peace is our peace. Mm -hmm. I have a processing thing. I got to decide if I'm mad, right? Mm -hmm. She ain't like that. So I can be quiet and not say what I feel and process that. She can't. She has to be outspoken. So she, I got I to gotta make sure, I got to push her because I watch her hold the punches. Yeah. I watch her swallow what she wants to say, but it oh, ain't good oh. for her. It's not good for her digestive system. So you get your shit out. Say it. I can take it. Mm-hmm. Me, I operate different. I can't expect you to operate I do, the way I do. Me, I'm going to go through my wheels. I'm going to go through my emotions. If I was wrong, you got it. Yeah. Cost me nothing. 
Yeah. We can come back and talk. I learned that. It's like, I don't talk when I'm mad. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. So, give me some time. Give me some time. We'll come back. And, and, and even when we're like, I think we've only had one like major argument in like fucking 15 years. Because it's like, I'll be the first one to be like, we're not going to agree. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. Just tap out. I don't want to fight. We agree to disagree. We could talk about that. I don't want to fight. Fighting got is it. it's too exhausting. It's whack. It's exhausting. It's whack. That arguing shit, we just disagree. We can discuss that. Maybe not right now. Maybe I need some time. Yeah, cool off a but little bit. we can bit. discuss that. Yeah. I don't want to fight. Yeah. After having I my can't kid, talk I had mad. to realize that, that how much anger really took out of me. Because it was like, I already have to put so much energy into my child. Plus, now I'm always upset about whatever, you know? And it's like... I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this time to really change how I react with my anger and how I accept my anger, like processing it differently, quieter, where it's like if I'm in any type of situation with someone, regardless if I'm dating them or they're my friends, like I just don't respond, you know? Like I'm just like, all right, cool. Like I need to take some time because I was realizing when I get mad, I don't eat. And it's like I felt like I was never eating I was always trying to smoke. Yeah, like a lot of anger built up. I I had so much anger built up. So then I just, and then I realized how much calmer and happier I was feeling. And like my peace was starting to show more that I was like not giving in so much to my anger and feeling like I had to defend myself all the time. I feel like that's what my anger is always built up on, defending. I feel like it's hard for me to get mad just because it's so exhausting. Like I just, I just like, eh, I just, I'm so careless. Everything in my life has been built towards understanding, like, anger, right? Even in boxing. I wish I had somebody under my table to <laughs> massage my feet right now. <laughs> like, like, like everything, ahead, everything that I love. Yo, whether whoa, that whoa, be, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yo, relax. Whether that be, like, street ball or boxing. Mm-hmm. If I want to get an edge on you, I make you mad. Because mm-hmm. when you're mad, you don't think. Yeah. You don't think about how you're supposed you to approach mistakes. it. You can't remember mm-hmm. how you feel like in relationships. If I get mad, I can't remember how I actually feel about you because I'm too busy being mad. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. think. You Trying know what I'm saying? Cutthroat. Yeah. And then you got to be apologizing about something. I didn't mean it. Even if you apologize, you still might have destroyed something. Yeah. That may not grow back. Mm-hmm. Now, like your hair. sometimes. You gotta, you gotta know. <laughs> he taking shots for when we be a series. He really is. But we'll let it go. It's my thing. So, <laughs> in any serious conversation, I little light jabs. I understand. I have go. to do it. I don't know who hurt you. It's natural, man. I you wish know? they could see how he's sitting right now. Yeah, this. You are. I, I, I have to like massage my own feet, bro. You. Yeah. It's feline. <laughs> it is feline. It's the only. It's like yo, man. I think I need to go get a pedicure. Like the only word I could use to describe. I think I'm probably overdue for. A you petty. look like an Egyptian cat right now. You never mind. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't hear my shit. Hey, I wish people could hear the conversation before the show. Yeah, you were oh, really going hard on Muslims. Whoa, whoa, yo. Okay, I'm going. Yo, to I just said that it's not possible. That. It's possible that he could take a plane down. That's Come all, on, I man. Oh, is he? Come you, on, I man. thought you said that while we recorded. Did I? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, you might have. <laughs> Hey man, you can't I, help yourself. Hey, I feel you how did I feel. You did the but introduction. You, you I feel how under, I feel, man. You got to try to understand if you're the kind of person who can hold stuff in. Are you? Are you really? 
so I don't I don't hold it in altogether. I just let my emotions calm down so that I can say something clearer. And it's not so much I'm trying to make you feel how you're making me feel right now. Or I'm trying to, if I feel stupid as fuck, you're about to feel even dumber. You know, like Mm. that, that's what I I take away from. And it's like, hey, okay, look, I'm ready to speak my piece. Do you have time? Because you gave me my time. Do you have time now? No, cool. Sometimes I'll go write down how I feel and I'll either defer texting or I'll just read it to him like, look, this is how I felt. And this, I want to let you know, this is why I didn't speak to you at this moment. And I looked at everything from every angle. Funny part about that is... That could be in a weapon in and of itself, and you could use it wrong, but in and of itself, I realized that when I was younger, I realized it was a weapon because it was like, the angrier you get, the calmer I get, and I know it messes with you, yeah. that I'm calm. The older I get, I realize that I'm creating a mirror for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm letting you get your shit off. Mm-hmm. Say everything you want to say when you're angry. I'm not going to give you that energy back. I want you to see yourself. Yeah. That's who you are. That's how you treat me. Mm-hmm. Now, since I respect you, I'm going to take the time to process. Yeah. I'm not going to give you that same energy. I'm going to let you get your shit off so you can see yourself. Yeah. So if this ever breaks, you saw that I gave my effort to respect you and you just wanted to get your shit off. After you get your shit off, you broke something. That's on you. Mm -hmm. I never hit you back. I was, you know, I was too mature. I'm going to let you get your shit off. Sometimes you got to be like that, whether that be family or friends. If they're getting upset and letting their shit off, you be like, no, 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 let them go. Because mm-hmm. clearly, this is what they've been wanting to get off for a while. Yeah. I want you to be your true self. Get your shit off. Mm-hmm. Now, after you get your shit off and it's broken, it's on you to fix. Mm-hmm. Now, what tells me how you feel about me is if you're trying to fix it. If you want to fix that bridge, it's because you care about the relationship. If not, I dodged the bullet. You got to let people get their shit off, man. Yeah. As long as you're not putting your hands on me and stuff like that, say everything you feel. Yeah. I, think I watch it's how you so. operate. Everybody is who they are when they're angry. This is true. This is true. And I don't, think, I don't think I stop them so much. I think I just wait to give my response back if they want it. You know? Or if they're like, well, why aren't you saying anything? And I'm like, I, I just can't talk right now. I, I am speak. ultimately the only thing I can control is me. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I focus on. I can't control how you operate with me unless I can. If I want to change anything about my world, mm-hmm. I change me. Yeah. And it reverberates. Yeah. Everybody's going to change the way they operate because I changed me. And so ultimately, mm-hmm. that's what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? I can control the way that I respond, especially when I know somebody's trying to. I see, I know your intention. So I get, I get to control how I respond to you. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to dictate my feelings. Yeah. You used to. But not anymore. I get to, that's what I focus on is controlling how I respond and focusing on, no, no, I get to choose. I know what he's trying to do by saying this shit. And normally I would have knocked you out your fucking shoes. Yeah. But that's a reaction to what you were able to do. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I get to control. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what you focus on is just working on your absolute self. And then it'll change how everybody else operates with you. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, I told my brother that because I had to go through it myself. Mm-hmm. I say, I try to build myself up to everybody and this is how I am, this is how I am until I get mad. And then you get to see who, who I really am. But in, a, in the height of my anger, I get to see who I am. When I'm saying certain stuff that I don't actually fucking mean, 
but I just want to hurt you the way you hurt me. Yeah. That's who I am. Tit for tat. Till I change it tab. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Interesting. What you got? Interesting. No, I'm just like, cause I'm trying to see like, I mean, obviously I'm learning like how you, how you perceive, like how you deal with like these situations, especially like, like you said, like out of your anger, like taking the time and I'm like trying to understand and see like, how is my approach on these things? Do you think you're controlling? No. Like how I see this is the way it is. Are you fluid? No. I love I love hearing and seeing other people's perspectives and and their their views and uh and I like considering them too. I love hearing uh maybe in the past might have been a little different. What about in relationships? Because when you talk, it's like, yo, this doesn't work for me. This ain't this ain't happening and such and such. That's more in the sense of when things seem to be on the negative side. Like if there's a like something obvious that stands out to me, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, you want to you wanna check that. You want to correct it before it can go another direction or get worse in a sense, right? So when I, I guess with, when I make it sound like, oh, if I don't like this, I'm out. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily the case. It's but more like, I, I like even to have, that, I like even to have that. conversation first. Even and when you like, say, uh-huh. even when you say you got to check that. Yeah. Are you saying I got to check that behavior or I got to understand why? That behavior is that behavior. This is why I, I can't fix it by checking it. This is why I like to ask questions. I like to ask questions. I'd be like, "What? What? What is their side?" Before I react, because it, it might it might be something simple. It might be something something else going on here that's causing this, right? So, like, I try to go ahead and make sure. That's why, like, for me, the communication is huge. Like, I'm even like a pet peeve of mine. Obviously, is like a no response. I hate that. But it's a response. No, I, I get it. But I mean, like, for example, like mid-conversation. Mm-hmm. Getting no response for me is irritating because I am big on communication. You know what I'm saying? So that part, especially if I'm in a situation with you. But that's controlling. No, but... If you if you think about it... Uh-huh. You think that's controlling? Yeah. I want to control... I want this conversation to go the way that I want. And because you're not giving me what I feel I'm giving you or mm-hmm. what I feel like I want from you... I'm upset because you didn't give me a response. Your non-response is a response. It's just like, are they not responding? Maybe it's a lot of stuff going on in your head. Do they think I'm stupid? Or they think I'm not worthy mm-hmm. of a response? Are they not comfortable responding? Do they feel threatened that if they do respond, I might come at them a certain way? There's a lot of shit that goes into it. So there could be a reason why maybe they're exiting out the That's conversation. That's why I'm like, this is another thing that I had to learn with. I was big on, as soon as somebody does something mm-hmm. that I don't appreciate, let's check that right now. Let me show you how you're going to operate with me. Mm-hmm. So you're saying I have a control issue. That may be where you're <laughs> at right now instead of, let me understand why that behavior, like, first when of all, why you're doing shoes. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why you think you can do that with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that is a wonder at times, like when those, you know, situations happen in yeah. conversation. I'm just like, where... What led up to this point yeah. where, like, you, you know, you made an exit or you just decided to just completely disappear from the conversation? It, it, I went from, I mean, watch who you're fucking talking to. Like, I went from that to, I'm not your enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This ain't that. That ain't this. Mm-hmm. They can, that little, that little bit of, 
like that softening that up can help them communicate and we can get somewhere. If I said, watch how you fucking talk to me, what follows? Probably. It's following. Yeah. Probably. You can't talk to me like that and then they're going to feel like I can't talk to you and then we rumble. We got nothing out of that. Yeah. But if I say, hey, I'm not your enemy. Mm-hmm. That may, you know, they may they may start looking at how their community. It makes them self conscious. It's mm-hmm. like they 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 soften. Like, oh fuck, wait, yeah, is that how you're taking? What now, my I'm macho ness that goes against everything in there. You know what I'm saying? That it's about ego. I, I want to say, watch how you're fucking talking to me. Mm-hmm. But I get to choose, like demanding respect in a way. Yeah, but once again, like, who are you? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's just be like, all right, this this little change can change the way they, that you never know what a motherfucker's going through. I've been in a situation to where just that little tweak of the response, they come pouring out with some shit that happened to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were waiting for me to do what you normally do in those situations. So I just, I decided to do something else. At the risk of my masculinity, I'm going to do something a little bit softer than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And from that, we get to communicate as humans. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get that if I went with my first mind. I got to go with my second mind. Unless I make a decision to go with my first mind. If I get mad, it's because I made a decision to be angry. Yeah. I stepped outside mm-hmm. of myself. And I weighed the options. Nah, I don't like the way you came at me. But mm-hmm. first I made a decision. You got to do that. Once you get to a certain age, it's like, look. Normally, I knock you the fuck out. <laughs> but see, I got two babies at home. I knock you the fuck out. Cops come. Yeah, I go away. Cops come. I <laughs> yeah. go away. What happens to them? Yeah. Am I okay with that? If I'm okay with that, you go night night. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I'm not okay with that. So what I'm gonna do? Let, let, I'm let gonna have be. to find out a different way how to approach this. Or I don't got kids, but I really value this relationship. I don't want to lose you, but you're getting on my motherfucking nerves right now. Yeah. yeah. But I don't want to lose you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose this, but you sound absolutely fucking ridiculous. If I say that, I have potential. To, I just got to. I can't talk right now. Or sometimes people don't realize how they're coming off. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, shit. Am I, do you take that way? No, I don't mean it like that. You know, am I bad? You know, because it's like people get so wrapped up in their feelings. They just they don't see. And I know sometimes like I might say something and people are like, why'd you say it like that? I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, how did I say that? Because and I already have a very sarcastic, sarcastic tone. So it's like I had to figure out certain things that I might say and people would just they'll just take it wrong. I'm like, I'm I'm fine. I'm chilling, you know. So it's like I had to learn also how I was speaking, even in the smallest of matters. I think that that's that's probably a sarcasm is a big thing with the three of us in this room. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I yeah. think I, I and I that that's that's a thing that I deal with with a lot of people. Some people you could tell there's like they're not there for for that and, mm-hmm. and they get bothered. And yeah, maybe I have a little bit of selfishness where I'm just like, well, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? Like I'm enjoying myself, so whatever. And maybe that is maybe I maybe I'm not as considerate as I thought I, I was. You know what I'm saying? Or I, all this time I thought I had been considerate. And I'm probably just the little things like that that I'm not noticing. For example, like I don't know what Kai is going through tomorrow, right? He might he might have had some tragic happen, and mm-hmm. I'm coming at him crazy just just because that's my norm, right? Mm-hmm. Little did I know that maybe he got this whole situation going on. 
But I mean, in my defense, I could easily say like, well, I didn't know, right? Like, you know, I would like I, I could have alopecia. Nah, I just fucked with you. I just fucked with you. I don't, but I just fucked with you. All Damn. the ball jokes. <laughs> First of all, I have a He wouldn't have eyebrows. Yeah, you got a lot of eyebrows. You have eyebrows. I got and plenty of those. A beard. Yeah, you, you could probably give some to somebody else. <laughs> oh. I'm charitable, but no. It's fair. I'm like Samson. This is my strength. The, the brows? <laughs> yeah, sure. Would you say that's your best feature on your face? It's my most definitive. I don't know if it's my best, but it's my most definitive. Hmm. Interesting. What is the feature that you like about yourselves? Like physically yeah, or as right. a person? <laughs> Thank you. I was Both. Say physically. Oh. A characteristic. Maybe a characteristic. No. And then why a do physical I have trait. to be going first? You go first. And then a, a physical. Physically. Trait. <laughs> He's like my brows. My skin. <laughs> you like your skin? Mm-hmm. You got some fair skin. The fuck you mean by fair? Like as in light? Am old, I light to you? Because old people start falling apart. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they old people start like falling apart, gotta, wrinkling up a little bit. Put some. You got to get the oils and the butters and take care. Get of the it skin. in there. You know what I'm saying? It's as good. a as a person. Yeah. What is the characteristic you love about yourself? I uh, self awareness. That's what I say. I'd say I'm I'm super self aware. Mm-hmm. Maybe not on time, but I think that the self-awareness keeps me balanced. I think balance is the most important thing about yeah. me. Yeah. So, self-awareness, for sure. What about you, Lex? I don't know. I agree. That could be your hair, <laughs> your smile. <laughs> I don't know I don't either. Know. Neither do hey. I. Uh, Can't think of shit. <laughs> I will say I've always had a thing for my physique. I've always... Like she overall, went, she went with the like, whole package. Like I, I would, at, I look would at say, this physique, yo. I would say, like from my neck and then like right above my knees. Like I've always liked that area. That's like, weirdly specific. That, yeah, that's what. That's that what is I. Something you that's have what been I look at the most. Like I'm, she, at, hey. I'm a top of the knee, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you asked. You asked. That's funny. Yeah. I like my torso and hip area. <laughs> Yo, could you imagine? Like, she yo. sounds like she'd be okay. Like, yo, if I lost the underneath my knees, she's in the I'm okay. Like, it's the thorax for me. I'm all yes. thorax for me. Whenever I'm at the gym and you <laughs> walk crazy. by the mirror, everybody looks at themselves and they walk by the mirror. And there's one specific body part that you look at the most, and that's always been a thing for me. Like, I've always been very into like my stomach, and I mean, that's it's the thorax for you. The thorax. That's funny though. It, it looks, <laughs> it looks good. Like, I just feel like you would be okay, like you know, if you know you lost your legs, as long as you no, got the. I still she's an abdominal nigga. As she, long as she yeah, got the above she'd be like, the knee, I got the, she's I got cool. The, I, got the, I, got the <laughs> I still want to walk around. I don't want to be in a fucking wheelchair because then I they can't got, show it off the same. They got hey, little, but they let got me warn you. I don't want that. Let me warn you, Captain Thorax. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that uh, metabolicism or whatever word is is gonna slow down. The way you process food and stuff like that. Uh, that I already, weight, I already feel that. That yeah. weight's gonna come. My oh. weight is already different after having a kid, and that's why I'm in the gym. That don't count. But as far as the slight difference of how it was and how I can gain weight in certain areas now that I couldn't then, I'm like, damn, I'm starting to slightly get hips. My thighs have never rubbed together in my life, Trying and now they do. Yeah. You know, I'm a fan of the thigh gap. Ah, what a loser. I don't know why. 
I've, I bet even, why you gotta be a white boy all the time? Like, why? What are you saying? White boys <laughs> say thigh gap like they're in the thigh gaps. Only white boys in the thigh gaps. Well, because before I wasn't like a fan. I like the the thighs together. Mm-hmm. And then over time, it's like yeah, yeah a bad I kinda, experience. I kind of like the look because he likes to yeah. Sometimes look sometimes at the that vagina. rotisserie was deli meat. Damn, that's what it is. <laughs> he liked to look directly I like at to the see vagina <laughs> with clothes. Oh, you're into you're, you're into your <laughs> no, party stage. The way women wear clothes now, even some things I wear, I'm like, damn, I have to like pull it down because it fucking you know camel it's toe. Up in there. Sometimes you gotta yeah. lip it out. Yo, what are those pants? The ones that every all the women wear now that is like what? it's in the crack. I love. You talking about like I the, like the, the look, but like some some of the wrong women yeah. are wearing it. In the crack when you What's say crack, what man? crack are we talking about? The the pussy crack or the no? Now crack? it's the ass. I don't like that pussy phrasing. Crack. Who says that? What am I? I've to never say? heard pussy crack. And I've, that's never, disgusting. I've never heard, I've never heard pussy that crack. That is wild. That's that just gross. Right what is what am your I deal? To say in between the lips. That feels better. All right. Yeah. Pussy crack. Pussy crack sounds wild. That's like titty balls. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, that would, that would hit you. That's funny. I used to call it. it it's like a little. You used sandwich. to call it pussy crack. That's irresponsible. What that's, about a sandwich? It's irresponsible. Yo, what about a sandwich? Did you say a sandwich? Yeah, because you Americanized it. your pussy. It's usually a taco. There's a taco, but nobody says sandwich. But there's what some, are you doing? Because think about it. There's some women without the hamburger buns out there in this world. Yeah, it's but we don't choose to acknowledge it. You know, some people got flat. roasted. And first of all, you can't talk about taco. Motherfuckers try to fucking hate on black women and call our shit roast beef. Okay. That's, they don't say roast beef sandwich. They don't say BLT. <laughs> but it looks like a little sandwich. Just the beef. When can I get some of that BLT? It looks like a little sandwich. <laughs> or what's that? That Nobody Asian. Says what's that Asian? Uh, it's like it looks like a little taco, but it has like that soft. That's you know what I'm talking about. It looks like that. I challenge you. You challenge me to go home to your dude and be like, "Yo, trying to get some of this pussy sandwich," <laughs> and he's gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> "No." What? I thought you were no, saying, say pussy chill. Crack. I was, was going to say, hey, yo, hey, be like, yo, you want this pussy crack? Yeah, but like, are you meaning like it's it's like crack? <laughs> like it's crack? Like or drug addicting? Like, like addicting? Like you have to go inside of the crack. See, that kind of That's shit so is going to make them recoil. Like, look, I love so? you. I don't want it that he bad. He already knows what it is. Yeah, but nobody's walking around calling it a sandwich. Well, we'll see. That's crazy. We'll see. There's a lot of things on the sandwich you don't want. We'll see. I didn't ask for lettuce. This is true. We'll see. Sometimes you don't want spinach. Everything in the taco you want. No. This is fair. There's a lot of different tacos out there. First of all, Torchy's tacos are too complicated for me. You're getting too deep. Too deep, <laughs> too deep in the taco. I see what you did you there. You saw that? I see yeah. what you did there. <laughs> Sensei. He's pretty good at Sweep this. Sweep the leg. That's funny. And the taco. So, yeah, we should we should re- retire the, the pussy crack. Let's never. It the, just hit my head because I was like... Anyways, where There's is so the many crack? Other, You're going to have to start merchandising There's so many that. other names for this. You said crack first. She went first. straight to crack and sandwich. Sorry. All right. That's extreme. But where is this crack that you're talking about? You're talking about those gym leggings where it's like... I forgot we were even talking There's about that. There's only one crack on the, on a, on a lower the bottom. Yeah, so they had the... You know, you know how they have the, Everybody they wears have them now. The, okay, so the... They have like the, the little v. lines that are in... Be- exactly. So yeah, the, no. The fabric are in the V. And then the rest is fabric. I mean, you know what I'm saying? On the waist is the V and yeah. then the rest is fabric. Yeah. So that's crazy that you brought that up because I was at the gym yesterday and this one girl was walking around her leggings and it looked like she just had a big wedgie up her butt. And I'm like, why do y'all like that? Like it. This is the new design. It's like just walk. You might as well just walk around with no leggings on because you want us to see every piece of you. That's the question for y'all. 
first of all, I accidentally bought some. I sent them shit. How's that an accident? Because the way it like, looks sometimes. That just didn't look right on you. You could just say that. <laughs> no. You bought it on purpose. And no. then you were like, nah, my, my sandwich is not no. sandwiching. Yo, my, my pussy crack just ain't it. No. Like, I don't like it. My sandwich has extra tomato. No. <laughs> I like. What is happening here? I've worn spankies all my life as far as. That's what they're called? Volleyball, we call them spank, spankies. Yeah, that's a thing. I never played, so. Yeah. That's, no, we just watch. Yeah. yeah. And so that's definitely a female term. But, like, no, it's. It's weird, like, and then it's just up there, and it, my my leggings are already tight as it is. So, so this is what I wonder because I see it a lot at, at the gym too. Whenever I do attend, that's just a lot of fabric in between your ass, and it's like it's way up in there, right? And I'm like, it looks good from a male perspective, right. at least. And but are you and comfortable? A, and a lesbian perspective, mm-hmm. but I I just wonder things like how deep in there is it, and like I hope you're you're really watching. It's gonna this get real rashy. It's gonna get a little. That's rashy. what I'm wondering too, like. Is it that comfortable, or y'all just is this just for looks? I think it's. Or for are they looks. using premium material that just feels good in your crack? It, it, no, I can't have that much in my crack. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Yo, fabric, fabric. What is fabric. going on? <laughs> Come on, man, be specific, man. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be specific with people like us. And clearly, because y'all just looked at me like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let's get to crushes, man. <laughs> Did he... Nah, yeah, stop. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing? Ladies Crush of first. the week segment. Let's do it. No, I don't have one. I always forget about this part. Damn. Well, you know what? If you want to think about it, you, you go can. ahead. This is like my third. You know episode. what? I've been seeing the country grammar guy, huh? Nelly. Mm-hmm. He's back with it. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been seeing him getting backlash. I don't know why he gets backlash for uh, dating. Good old Ashanti. I don't know why. Either. I don't understand it. They're dating? Again. Oh. I usually don't be keeping up, but it's hitting my feeds. And then every time they show Ashanti in this, and I'm just like, I forget all about what they're talking about, Nelly. I'm just like, yo, Ashanti, there's, if, if she's the definition of somebody who is vintagely aging like wine mm-hmm. to the maximum. Yeah, well, she put in work. She has to put in work. This is mad work. She's a mulatto, so, you know. She is? I don't know. I just <laughs> wanted to get a reaction out of you. I'm not. I was like, I never got that. but she She's amazing. I think she's super gorgeous. Probably one of my top 10 to 15 10 most attractive women. 15. Or favorite women, I should say. Appearance-wise. So, shout out to good old Ashanti. Yo. What's up? Dominique Fishback. Dominique Fishback, uh, right now she's starring in Transformers and that show Swarm. Have you seen Swarm yet? No. You ever heard of it? I heard of it. Okay. I like Dominique Dominique Fishback. I'm going to go with Angela Bassett. Oh. I'm going to go with her. You know, so I was, uh, somebody had, was it, I think it was, what's that show she was on like way back in the day? I think she was a cop or something, or you talking about nine one one? No, that's still that, that's still going, right? Yeah, it is. She's no. like the highest paid Dude, woman, or, or highest paid show. person on TV. Dude, there period. was a time Dude, she looks beautiful on there. Well, yeah, she I does. mean, she's she's a beautiful woman, Mid-60s. but like right there, she just looks so good. Yeah, and I'm just like, damn, like I don't know what's going on in the show because I'm just looking at her. I'm just like, yo, she's... highest paid person on TV right now. Word, no yep. facts, dude. So in 2019, I was pregnant, and we went to LA for my birthday. 
And I was at this bar called Jinya downtown in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there eating by the window, looking out, you know, like by myself, chilling. Like I wanted to have some ramen and some. They have these fried Brussels sprouts and white truffle oil. Fire as fuck. Is ramen one of your favorite foods? Yes. Okay. What's truffle oil? It's that weird black rock thing. I don't know what the white one is. Oh, truffle? Like. Truffle. Oh, you had that? With the oil. I've actually never it's had like, that. It's like, a, yeah, when it's cooked in oil, it's really good. Oh, Or with the oil. Truffle is the oil. Yeah. Anyways, not talking about the food. I'm not focusing on that. <laughs> so I'm at the window, uh-huh. and then next thing I know, like, I look up, because, like, you know, I'm, like, in my phone or whatever. I look up, and there's a fucking fire truck sideways. I'm like, how the fuck did I not hear a big ass fire truck go <laughs> sideways, right? Yeah, yeah. So then I realized because people are standing around. They were filming. They were filming and it was 911. And then uh, the, the way the time was, I had to get back because it was about to be late. I'm pregnant, downtown LA. Baby daddy wasn't feeling good at the time. And I was like, you're not going to stop me from fucking eating. You're worried about him feeling good? You're the pregnant one. Fuck him. That was nice. Well, no, but I mean, it was it was literally about to be 10 o'clock and I was downtown LA where I didn't know where I was and I was big pregnant. You were tripping. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to get back, you mm-hmm. know? So we went the next day to the same spot and the bartender remembered me there because he was helping serve me because I was at like one of the high tables where they would still serve. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, man, you missed it. Angela Bassett came in here right after you left to use the bathroom. Bro, what the fuck? I All I had to do was wait five, you- 10 more minutes because I used the same bathroom. You could have went and smelled the toilet seat. Bro, I could have exactly. been like, you feel first no shame of all, in that. Like, you feel me? Immediately, first no of judgment. All, sign my belly. The guy does it. Can we have a video of you giving me a hug at this very fucking moment? And that's all I need. Fuck a picture. I want a video. You didn't get that. I didn't get none of that shit. Damn. And I didn't even watch 911 then. So I didn't realize what it was until after I started doing my research on why the fuck she was there. So then I started watching 911. Just a moment in time where you just fucked up. I, I, I was trying to be responsible pregnant woman. I was out late at night. Who does that? Yo, and she wouldn't have said me. no to you either. You're pregnant. What do you mean? She oh, she wouldn't have she said wouldn't no. She wouldn't have said no. I thought you said she would no, have. She, she probably would have, have no showed up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe not. Well, well I don't know. Like a lot of people guards or something. probably would have tried, but she might have had better chances. Yeah, I probably would have got up and cut it. I'm like, oh, my God, I love you so much. Terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my God, it's a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's crazy! You're gonna steal a plane. Is your gun real? Cell <laughs> phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't use they don't use guns. She's a cop in the show. Oh, I thought you meant him. See that? If she Look saw where him, your mind is at. I was thinking you were describing his Racist terroristic ways, man. Like he was holding a bomb. So or something. you said it again. Again. Yeah. And you said you weren't gonna say you it. Might and you might need help. Still man. said it. You might need help. Hypocrite. Maybe. This is true. Are you, hit me, you hit me with that? Big I H. Did. I'm hungry. That was though. capitalized. That's not right. I'm sorry. I'm hungry. I'm ready to go to she the gym. She wouldn't capitalize it if you. I'm hungry too. Get your I mean, we gotta get the, the hell out of here for real. Hey, I think today was a good talk. It was a great talk. I don't uh, like none of you motherfuckers. Great. That's fair. Don't give a fuck. Sometimes you do well with people See, you don't my like. Life See that goes we were around. just we were just talking about it. You just say you don't like. You're this. trying to destroy <laughs> this relationship. You, you just destroyed it. Just like that. Are those the balls you play with? Pause. What? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> oh, is that oh, why no, you're you stressed? Know. I mean, you, always, you always do <laughs> this. They're much bigger than this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you're a sick man. Yo, in closing, though, we got a, we got, I got a new record that was uh, shown to me, basically. A uh, cat named Corey Kendricks. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been checking out some of his stuff. I heard him. I think he's dope. Uh, he's out of Denver. I think I don't know if that he used to. That I didn't know. Yeah, he's at, he, well, I don't know if he used to be here. 
But I know he's in Denver mm-hmm. now. So he's out there doing his thing. This this is one of those people who... Uh, oh, I know why. I, okay. Yeah. I'll put two and two. Got it. But he's like... Uh, Man, he's super fucking active, man. I'm telling you. I this, see him. This cat like lives in the fucking studio. Well, for people who don't. And uh yeah, he got this new record. And I, I will say, you know how some people don't like when a song sounds like super polished, mainstream like. I actually really appreciate that. I love like high quality music and I like songs that sound like you can hear them elsewhere, right? And so uh I, I've been noticing that about his his music. So I had a little brief chat with him about that. Oh wow. um yeah, so you know, shout out to him. Uh, this song is called "Don't Love Me." Shout out Corey by by Kendricks. Um, yeah, man, so we gonna rock with that, man. This is episode two seventy nine of the CSP. Huh? Lex Phoenix, Toxic Sensei. We in this thing, man. Or we out of here now. Hey, what we eating? Bye. Bye. Sometimes I wonder if you'd still pick up the phone if I hit you up. Used to wait outside the club when I would pick you up. When I was down, you used to lift me up. It's something about you I ain't figured out yet. You used to take it out on me, we needed different outlets. But now you're so far out of mind and out of sight. We ran out of time. Different vibes caught up in this crazy life of mine. We lost each other across the lines, ain't no going back. She said she wasn't ready and I'm knowing that you So anytime you want me there, I made a way and showed Too much of one thing could be bad, it's just the way this goes Too right within to go outside, although I hate you chose You gotta let a hoe go, be just that, I let my baby go Crazy how much time make change things Don't compare the scars, you really are what that pain brings Learn from what it brought you, what goes soft and you can't scream Through the shit that had you questioning if y'all on the same team Hurt the witness, you ain't stand on shit that you said. Crazy how what break your heart ain't supposed to get to your head. It's meant we had to keep shit pushing. Pray you get to your bed. Cause love was really unconditional, so get to more bread. <laughs> like, bitch, I know you really. Don't love me, can't hurt me.